David Graham is a speaker, author, businessman, former pastor, and founding director of Youth with a Mission Montana. He is also the author of the song, In Moments Like These. This song appropriately describes this podcast, which is a short, biblically-based, and encouraging devotional influenced by David's lifetime of personal moments. These moments are shared with a heart to encourage and inspire you to see Him, our Heavenly Father, at work in your own moments. I know this is David's heart in sharing because he has spent my lifetime speaking hope and encouragement into my own heart. If you would, take a few minutes and listen today. I am really proud of the things that he has done throughout his life, but what I am most proud of and grateful for is for the kind of dad, daddy, he has been to me. The streets of the area known as New Territories are not always friendly. Tourists to Hong Kong normally don't traffic this part of the city, but it is here a great density of hurting and needy people can be found. In 1984, YWAM Hong Kong organized and sent a small team of recruits into this area for a summer of special ministry and service. Our daughters, Michelle and Kimberly, who were only 16 and 14 years old respectively, were two of only a few Westerners on this team. And these moments, however not mine, but my daughter Kimberly's, would open her eyes to the supernatural and change her life forever. One of the ministry activities of the girls' team was to put on street dramas followed by brief evangelistic messages or testimonies. Afterward, the team followed up with one-on-one witnessing and sharing. This type of outreach presentation was common in YWAM's ministry around the world and had already proven to be very successful. The ministry in new territories was of no exception. While doing these presentations and other activities, The YWAM leaders couldn't help but notice a group of teenage boys, dressed similarly, who shadowed the team wherever they went in the city. Even during the team's recreation times, these boys were nearby, sitting on a wall or standing in an alley, always watching every move the team made. The team leaders were told by other locals that these boys were members of a major Hong Kong gang known as the Triads. Concerned for the team's safety, The leaders asked all the team members to travel in groups of at least two when outside the YWAM Center. One day, Kimberly, the youngest on the team, and an older teenage friend, Kelly, decided to take a walk from the YWAM Center to a small park a short distance away. When the two girls got there, they paused to sit down on a concrete bench. Some minutes later, a large Chinese man approached the girls. Without warning, he suddenly plopped down between them, grabbed them both at the same time, and began aggressively pawing them all over. The girls both screamed and wrestled to get free. The man began to focus his efforts on Kelly, so Kimberly pulled at the man in an effort to get him off her friend. Kelly squirmed loose and ran off frantically in the direction of the YWAM Center. Then the man turned and grabbed Kimberly again. By the way... Kimberly told Kathy and me this story as I was driving us home from Spokane on the girls' return trip. What? He he did what? What happened? What happened next, honey? As I almost drive off the highway, imagining my daughter in this frightening situation. Daddy, 
He kept grabbing me in places. I screamed and fought, and I finally got loose, and I, I hit him in the face with my fist. Good! Then what, honey? Then what? I ran, but he chased me. What? Did, did you get away? He, he was so much bigger and faster than me. I ran as fast as I could, but he, he was catching up to me. Yes, yes, and, and then? Then the most incredible thing happened. Yes? Dad, Mom, God spoke to me. And he said, Kimberly, stop and turn around. So I did. I stopped and spun around to face the man chasing me. Go on. Go on, Kimberly. Daddy, I couldn't believe it. This man who was running after me came to a sudden breaking stop right in front of me. He looked at me and then up, up above my head. Then, as if in a complete state of shock, his jaw totally dropped and the look on his face was total horror. Then he twisted around and raced off, flailing his arms in the air and screaming like a crazy man. Daddy, I turned around. I couldn't see anyone behind me, but I know, I know it was there. It was an angel, Daddy. Mom, Dad, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. I ran as fast as I could, caught up with Kelly, and we both ran back to the YWAM Center. When we got there, everyone huddled around us as we shared the story. We had a meeting, we prayed, and we thanked the Father for his amazing protection. Thank you, Father. Thank you, I whispered. I'm still thanking God today, almost 40 years later, for his supernatural power. Just what did the Chinese man see standing behind and over Kimberly? Can you imagine? Right behind Kimmy, with his hands on her shoulders and fire blasting from his mouth? Was it some sort of Godzilla angel? I want to interject a few thoughts here, and then I'll get back to the end of the story. Over and again lately, I've been hearing the words, See the Supernatural. In these unnerving days we are living in, in these times of uncertainty, I believe our Father is telling us to. No, I believe He is lovingly commanding us to look beyond the natural and to look to, trust in, and connect with His dimension, the supernatural, which is far superior to the natural. By definition, the supernatural is what is beyond or above that is greater than natural. It's greater than those things that are seen. Now, I'm not talking about the hijacked Hollywood version. I'm talking about the supernatural, miraculous dimension of God. The Bible is overflowing with stories of the supernatural and the things unseen. Here is one of my favorites. It takes place outside, as was often the case, in some very natural surroundings. From 2 Kings chapter 6, beginning at verse 8. When the king of Aram was at war with Israel, he would confer with his officers and say, We will mobilize our forces at such and such a place. But immediately Elisha, the man of God, would warn the king of Israel, Do not go near that place, for the Arameans are planning to mobilize their troops there. So the king of Israel would send word to the place indicated by the man of God. Time and again, 
Elisha warned the king, so that he would be on the alert there. The king of Aram became very upset over this. He called his officers together and demanded, Which of you is the traitor? Who has been informing the king of Israel of my plans? It is not us, my lord, the king, one of the officers replied. Elisha, the prophet in Israel, he tells the king of Israel even the words you speak in the privacy of your bedroom. Go and find where he is, the king commanded, so I can send troops to seize him. And the report came back. Elisha is at Dothan. So one night the king of Aram set a great army with many chariots and horses to surround the city. When the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went outside, there were troops, horses, and chariots everywhere. Oh, sir, what will we do now? The young man cried to Elisha. Don't be afraid, Elisha told him, for there are more on our side than on theirs. Then Elisha prayed, O Lord, open his eyes and let him see. The Lord opened the young man's eyes, and when he looked up, he saw that the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire. This is where I would say, Uh-oh, Aramean army. I don't have time today, but you may want to read the rest of the story. It actually gets humorous and has a happy ending for everyone. In a nutshell, our supernatural God with his unseen angel army was far greater than the Arameans' feeble natural plans and natural abilities. And it was a happy ending for everyone in our Hong Kong story, too. Well, maybe not for the horrified guy who saw the Godzilla angel. Now here's the end of the story. Kimmy then told us that about an hour or so after the team meeting, there was a knock at the door of the center. It was the group of the Triad gang members. The YWAM leader moved quickly to the door. Through the interpreter, gang members said, We want to see the young blonde girl. The YWAM leader said, I'm sorry, the young blonde girl is not available anymore today. Kimmy, however, ducked her head under the leader's arm and stood on the front step, facing the boys. Her leader pulled her in close, and the two of them, plus an interpreter, faced the gang. The gang leader looked at Kimberly and said, We heard about what happened to you today in the park. We are very mad. That man who attacked you will never bother you again. My friends and I are going to protect you and all your friends the whole time you are in new territories. A few days later, that same gang leader and each of his friends dedicated their lives to Christ and became sons of our Father in heaven. Just who was protecting whom? It was God who supernaturally protected Elisha and Israel. It was God who protected Kimmy and the team. And it was God who protected and saved the Triad boys. God is our protector, he and his angel armies. Dear friend, I want to leave you with a scripture verse from the New Testament. The Apostle Paul wrote this to the believers in Corinth some 2,000 years ago. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, from the NIV. We fix our eyes 
not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And I like the New Living Translation too. We don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see, they will last forever. And today, right now, our Father in Heaven is calling upon His sons and daughters all over the earth to lead the charge back to an active faith in our supernatural God and the things we cannot see. Dear friend, no matter what trouble you are facing, no matter what trouble may be stirring, look beyond what you see to the things unseen and find your strength in Him. Because there is no match, whether natural or otherwise, for our supernatural God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and the angel armies. Be strong in your faith. Be strong in your compassion, in your mercy, in your forgiveness for others. Be strong in your testimony. Don't run. Charge. Dear Father, open this dear one's eyes to see the supernatural, the things others have no faith to see. Help this one to see beyond the troubles and to see you and your angels who are now on the move and are ready. I pray for a renewed and growing faith and confidence for this one like never before. And as before, bring this one amazing peace. Let it be. You've been listening to In Moments Like These with David Graham. If you'd like to contact David or find out more information about In Moments Like These, please visit InMomentsLikeThese.com.